You are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today I talk to a career coach and she helps other people find out what kind of jobs they're passionate about and what jobs they like. So basically, she meets with people and she kind of talks about what they are into and gives them tips on how to apply for a certain job, what to do during job interviews, what to do with your resume, and also what kind of job you're good for. So basically, she helps with your professional life. And it was great talking to her. It was super interesting just to learn about what it takes to become a career coach and I think everybody will kind of enjoy it because she also gives tips about jobs but also what her job is like. The first question I ask all of the guests is what is your job title? Okay so my job title is a mouthful but officially I am a career and work coach and employer liaison but there are other job titles that my job could be called, like a career coach or a career counselor or an employment specialist. But mine is the big long one that I gave you at the beginning there. And what is your job description? So what do you do? So I do different things every day, which is why my job is so cool. Um, But typically what I do is I help connect people to work. So part of my job is exactly what you're doing, which is helping people get connected to employers and talk to them about different jobs and explore their options. Um, I'll also help people to write resumes, develop cover letters, get ready for interviews, all of those kinds of things that go with traditional job searching. But I also work with employers, so people who are looking to hire employees and help them create job postings or to find people to fill their open positions. In a nutshell, that's what my job description is. So did you always know that you wanted to be in this field from an early age? Um, I don't think so, because I don't think I knew that this was a job at an early age. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not something that Mm -hmm. you really know exists. I've always been interested in different careers and kind of finding out what's out there, because when you're growing up, you know a doctor, you know a teacher, you know a lawyer. You're not really sure what else is out there. So I've always been interested in exploring So in a way, I've always been interested in being a career coach, but I don't think I knew that that was a job until I was much older. So how did you first find out about the job? Uh, Like how it existed? Just like, uh, yeah, how it existed and what made you want to go like towards it? Sure. So I always knew I wanted to work with people in some sort of capacity. Um, So I went to university and thought I wanted to be a teacher and work with young children. Uh, But after that, I actually went to college. And when I was in college, uh, they handed us out a sheet of places we might want to work. And one of them was an employment agency. And I thought that that was pretty interesting because of all the things I'd mentioned before about research and careers and things like that. So that was the first place or the first time that I realized that this was a job um, and that I wanted to pursue it. And it was shortly after college that I had my first job working as a career coach. So was what you did in college focused, like was your college major focused towards this job or was it not? So it was more generalized. So what I did in college was a social service worker diploma. So I'm in Canada, so I don't know if you have something similar where you are, but that's what I did here. And so that program is really centered around 
working with people in vulnerable situations, I guess you could say. So it, mm-hmm. it opens up a lot of different doors, and career counseling was just one of the avenues you can take with that type mm-hmm. of education. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. specific certification that you can do, though, if you'd like to become a career counselor uh, that you don't necessarily have to have, but it is an option if you want to have the specific background on doing career coaching. So would you consider your job more of you're helping people that don't know about these soft skills like resume making and how to handle interviews, or is it more towards helping somebody find out what they're passionate about and move towards that job field or is it kind of a mix of both it's definitely both so this is what's really great about my job is there's no specific formula for what i do day to day so some people do come in and and really aren't they aren't sure what their passions are and they aren't sure if they even want to make their passions a job you know i mean it's really easy to really enjoy soccer but making it a career maybe doesn't make sense or isn't the right Mm -hmm. fit for you so there is a lot of that that I do but I also deal with people who know what their career goals are maybe they have education in something specific um, and it's just a matter of yeah let's figure out a resume and let's get you connected with the right employer but it is it's also the other side of that which maybe you do know your passions and you do know what you want to do but your labor market doesn't allow for that. So what I mean by that is mm-hmm. if someone who lives uh, in the middle of the country, nowhere near a body of water, wants to be a marine biologist but doesn't want to relocate, then there's some pieces to evaluate on that too, right? So mm-hmm. knowing what your passions are and measuring that against your values and the things that you want to. So it's really diversified to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you talked about what you do on a daily basis and it kind of varies but I guess in general when you get into your office what is your schedule kind of like yeah so this is also a very cool and unique thing about my job is I do travel with the position I'm in so I don't go to the same office Mm -hmm. every day so I travel to different Mm -hmm. communities which is which is really interesting as well but when I get to wherever it is I'm working that day my job is very centered around my clients So every day, usually, I will have people who will come into my office and we will have a session where we sit down and we talk about their goals and what it is we're working on. Um, And then if there's things that I can do for them or activities that we can work on together or whatever it is to move their job search forward in whatever way, uh, whatever way makes the most sense for them. Sorry, jumbling my words. (laughs) Um, But also there's other things that I do on non-typical days, like I will attend networking events so that I can make connections with employers, which, of course, has the long-term effect of helping my clients to get connected to work. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll facilitate community meetings, so I'll bring other um, agencies together to share resources that are better going to help our clients move forward. So typically my day is centered around helping my clients move forward. There's just different ways in which I do that. Wow. So at a given time, how many clients do you have? Um, So with my agency, I have anywhere between 40 and 50 different clients at a time. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, all of those clients are getting individualized services as well, right? So it's it's quite Mm -hmm. challenging, but it's it's interesting. It keeps it uh, Mm -hmm. keeps it fresh. Yeah. So you mentioned that you travel a lot. So how you communicate with all 40 of these clients? Yes. So 
I'm located in a, a more rural area, which is why I travel. So there's lots of small towns that are within uh, 10 and 15, I'm going to say kilometers of each other. Uh, <laughs> no and problem. So, so it's like a, it's <laughs> between a, a 10 and 15 minute drive sort of thing between these communities. So I will try and have in-person meetings when I can. So I'll have sort of one day in each community that I travel to. But we also have to get creative because we're dealing with a rural setting. And if something happens on a Monday and I'm not in your town until a Wednesday, we do need to keep in touch. So I'm very accessible through um, I have a work cell phone so I can be contacted. Uh, email, obviously, we'll do things like Skype uh, communications as well to do things. Mm -hmm. um, also really important to keep some of those digital lines of communication open because the I'm in southwestern Ontario in Canada, so we get snow here as well. So in the wintertime, mm -hmm. it's not always easy to get to all of those locations either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... You obviously like you do a lot and you're very passionate about helping other people for teenagers that also have these same qualities. What is your advice to them who want to work in this job field? Yeah, so I mean, really, it starts with exactly what you're doing with this podcast is exploring. So the first thing is to really look at what are you interested in? So what do you like to do? Not even for a job, leave that aside. What do you do in your spare time? What do you do for fun? Um, and when you're thinking about that, so maybe it is, yeah, I like to play sports. Maybe you don't want to be a professional athlete, but what is it about that you like? Is it that you like working with a team? Is that you like being physically active? What are the things that you enjoy? And once you've established the things that you enjoy and your interests, you can move on to your values and thinking about what's important to you. So is being close to your parents important to you or maybe traveling across the country is what's important to you is having a job that makes you a lot of money most important or is having a job that gives you a lot of value most important. So for a young person who's exploring, it's keeping those two things in mind when you're thinking about your options and then using that to do your research and listening to podcasts like this or uh, hopping on to just job search websites and looking at what's available and seeing if those things match your interests and your values so that you can start to chart a plan for your future, whether that's going on to post-secondary university college education or doing an apprenticeship or entering the workplace right away. And you talked a lot about like tips for finding what you like to do from like a teenager standpoint. But what if you're an adult and you already have a college degree, but you're not really like sure about it or someone that's like older and trying to find their passion? What are your tips for those people? Yeah, I would say that they're the same. And so what often happens, and this is why I, I really like what you're doing so much, is when you're in high school, there's a lot of pressure to pick what you want to do for the rest of your life. And that's difficult when you're 15, 16, 17, even 20 years old to try and decide what you're going to like for the rest of your life. So it's actually very common that there are adults in that situation who have maybe worked in the same job for a number of years and they're looking for a change or they never really liked what they did. They felt like they were forced into it. But the process is really the same. It's evaluating what you like. It's evaluating um, what your interests are. And if you have a bit of experience adding in that, what skills do I also bring to the table that are going to help me to pick my next career or decide if this one's right for me or what I do next? Mm -hmm. And for, I, I don't know, for somebody that does know 
what they want to do but doesn't know how to like execute whether through resumes or through how to act during interviews or what to do after you're out of college what are your tips for those people so in my area there are certain and i'm sure certain are services everywhere but research what services are available to help you with those things so where i am uh, our program is called employment ontario but you might have one at your school or in your community that's called something different but i'm certain that anywhere you go there will be some sort of resource like a career counselor who can help you to do those things. Even if you're confident that you're really good at interviews and your resume is really good, it's always good to get that second opinion on those kinds of things. Um, and also one of the biggest things about searching for a job is having a network of people who can support you and going to a career counselor or an employment specialist or whatever you wanna call it to help you to build that network is just gonna make things uh, easier for you to take things to the next level, whether it's now or later on in the future. So seek out whoever it is in your community who does employment counseling to get their support for sure. Mm -hmm. And we talked a lot about tips for people that maybe are trying to find a new job or trying to find out what they're passionate about. But I kind of want to focus more towards on your job now. And yeah. uh, I want to ask, what are some important traits that you would need to have to be successful in the position as as an employment counselor you mean mm -hmm. yeah so you definitely have to want to work with people <laughs> which seems silly but um there is an administrative aspect mm -hmm. as well but like i said the position is very client-centered and you're helping people to reach their goals so you definitely need to have some of those skills around um, you know, some informal counseling, being able to talk to people, um, those sorts of things. Another big one is networking skills. So being able to talk strangers and get information. So a lot of what we do in connecting people to work is being able to tell them what employers are looking for and what's important to them. So as a career coach, you need to be able to make those connections and talk to people and not be afraid to go into your community and, and find out what's actually going on there. Um, and then the other thing is organization. There's a lot that kind of goes into these jobs. Uh, oftentimes they're government funded or you have to report on your success measures. So being able to organize what you're doing, provide really excellent service to your clients, but also being able to do the paperwork to back that up and, and uh, you know, report things in the way they need to be reported. And I want to go into like, uh, maybe like more of the specifics for somebody that wants to go into this field. Uh, I don't know if it's different in America, because you talked about having a social workers degree. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure if that's here in america but like i guess like in general what would someone's major what would like someone's major be if they wanted to go into this industry and what would they have to do during college or during high school to like improve their chances in working in this industry yeah for sure so again i can't speak for what would happen in different states or even you know in the u.s as a whole mm -hmm. um but mm -hmm. what i can say is if you are really interested in becoming an employment counselor or anything is to find some job postings in the area in which you live and they will often give you a good indication of the qualifications that you require so you can use that information for specifics in general though i would say that post-secondary education in 
sociology, social work, human resources, those kinds of things uh, would definitely be helpful in moving you forward in a career anywhere as a, as a career coach. And maybe more specific, but I don't know, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Are you satisfied with the pay and are you happy and satisfied with your job right now? Yes, I am definitely satisfied with my job. I love my work. Um, that's why I got excited about talking to you because your podcast is kind of a piece of what I do and one of the resources that I can pass on to people. Um, you also asked about the pay. Um, any career where you're helping people often is not the highest paying job that you're going to get. Um, the reward often comes from seeing the success of your clients. But having said that, I'm very satisfied with the wage that I make for the job that I do. Mm -hmm. And I guess like what is your advice for your t a teenager that wants to uh, pursue the field? What can they start doing in high school? Because I know you talked about looking at job descriptions and looking at like what they are asking for. But yeah. as like a high schooler that maybe doesn't have any college degree, doesn't know that much about, um, you know, the job market or stuff like what can I start doing? To, yeah, uh, to build your resume sort of thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you know, or there would be in your area an, an employment office that exists, you could always look at volunteering there. So that gives you kind of a mm -hmm. taste of what the job actually is, gets you some experience on your resume. Uh, oftentimes, employment centers um, or agencies or whatever you want to call them will also offer workshops. So taking part in those workshops and getting some of that um, professional development or volunteer experience under your belt can definitely help. Um, if you find any, there can be online workshops on, you know, how to develop a better resume or things like that. Just getting any of that information under your belt that you have access to is great. Um, most in my area anyway, most of the employment agencies that exist are not for profits. So any volunteering experience you have or experience with a not for profit is definitely going to help you out. Mm -hmm. you, you talked about traveling like um, distances of maybe like 10 to 15 minutes from your house. Is that yeah. is it more of like, you know, short distance traveling like that or maybe like more long distance it would mostly be short distance traveling. And the reason that I travel is because of the area in that I live in. So I am in a rural community. So that is why I have to travel. Um, if you were in a bigger city, um, the travel isn't now I've done this job in a city as well. So the travel is more local. It's in your area. Um, you're not going far distances. No. Mm -hmm. And could you give like one example of one of those times that you found a lot of joy in helping somebody find a, a career that they liked or like you help somebody like achieve one of their goals? Yeah, for sure. I can't give you too specific of an example yeah. because there's lots of privacy and confidentiality. Uh -huh. But one of the things that the agency I work for does is we put together success stories because, you know, our job really is to highlight the success of our clients. And so it doesn't matter what the situation is. When I have a client who writes me back an email and says, I really, you know, want to write a success story about where I used to be and where I am now, that is always a highlight of my job for me because those success stories get, you know, shared on our Facebook page and that person really gets to celebrate where they went because at the end of the day, it's not about what I do. It's about how that person 
you know, helps themselves to move forward. So that's always a highlight of seeing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you pretty much answered like every single question that I had and you answered it like really well, but I have one last question, which sure. is like, what does the future look like for you? Like, can, uh, do you know like what you want to do maybe like five, 10 years from now? And like, what do you want to do or continue oh, doing? Gosh, I'd rather not get older, but <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do really like the career that I'm in now. And I, I can see myself being in this career in five years. And the reason for that is as your labor market changes. So as employers come and go from the area, as people move in and out of an area, the way in which I do my job will always be changing. And so that's really important to me is to have some variety. So as much as I can see myself being a career counselor down the road, um, the way that it's done will change. And that really interests me to just continually get better at what I'm doing in, a, in different ways. So that's probably mm. where I'll be. <laughs> wow. All right. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.